Welcome back to another episode of Blame Kathy for These Fancy Pants. I'm Vanessa, your millennial that loves a good drink. I'm Gen X, Shelly, a.k.a. Lala, the one that smokes weed. I'm Mom, Boomer. I like coffee and some cigarettes. We nailed it again, guys. Look at this. I feel like you should do a pre-recording of this. No, I'm not doing it. I'm going to mess it up every time for us. (laughs) But uh, so we have Dad back again because I... Wanted to deep dive a bit into their um, childhoods because they both had some relatively traumatic things go down for them. And I feel like that shapes who we are, uh, negative, positive, whatever way you want to look at it, but it, it, it changes you. Death touches and changes you in certain ways. So I am going to start with dad and I'm going to ask dad to tell us a bit about his mom, my grandma. So, and Shelly's grandma, hers too. I'm um, here. So, my so, mother-in-law. Right? So tell us a bit about, I don't even know what we would call her. Well, you call her whatever. But what, what do you think we would have called her? What do you think her... What did the other kids call her? Well, no, because they were all, everybody was young when she passed. Mm, yeah. There was no one, like, like no, no, no grandkids. No, nobody old enough. There was no grandbabies no, at all. No grandkids. But what do you think, like, I'm telling all my kids right now, my name will be Grams, bro. I'm going to meet you at Grams' house. Oh, Grams put out a spread for us. Oh, Grams wants to do shots. That's what it is. <laughs> Most likely, it, it, it would probably be Grammy. Grammy? So we would have, so we would have had Grams. Yeah. Your grandma, and then she would have been Grammy. You think? I think so. Okay, okay. So, so tell us about uh, our Grammy. What do you want to know about her? But uh, like, yeah. I want to know your f- what you think of the first memory that comes to mind when we say your mother, or even well, if you want to tell us her name, her protector. age. She was my protector, right? Oh, mom's crying already. We did. We two minutes in. <laughs> It's okay to cry, by the way. Everybody out there, let it out. When I was born, you know, I was born uh, tongue-tied. The sky opened up, the angels sang, Tony's about to have legends for daughters. (laughs) (laughs) Tongue-tied. So there's there's a lot of words I can't say because I can't roll my tongue. Right? So, you know, having seven siblings and uh being and you were the baby right yeah oh so you're not the baby on kimmy's on tanya's the baby okay but uh having seven siblings it was uh it was hell you know they they picked on me constantly you know even the word nothing and you know the way that i say it they said nothing nothing Right? So I'm that, getting nothing for, for Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it's just things like that. And then, you know, because I had the speech impairment, my mom protected me. Of course. Yeah. Right? Mm. Do you think that's why, though? Or do you think that maybe she just... Like, we connect with our children in such different ways. And, and each child... Um, gets a different version of us. And a different bond with us. And do you think... That it was your speech impediment, or just that was your bond with her? No. I, you think I, it was a speech? I think it was a speech because okay. I had to do so much more. Or she had to spend so it much It was so more much time. harder for you to, yeah. to navigate. Yeah, yeah. And, and my brothers and sisters always picked on me. Dicks. So, yeah. Um, I said what I said. 
<laughs> so when they uh, when but they, they were did kids that, too, they, right? They, they, they were kids, and and they they seen yes, they were I kids. Was, they were still dicks, though. They were. <laughs> they probably seen I was getting more attention from them than what yeah. they were, right? And now they might say, "Nah, he's lying," but that's probably that's how, how you I, I saw it. it. Yes. Um, and um, it, it, no matter what it was, uh, you know, I was always um, the bad guy, the black sheep. Do you think that the relationship you had with your mom shaped the relationship you would have and the one you have now with your siblings? Do you think that if you weren't tongue-tied and your mom um, didn't um, spend more time on you, you would have a different relationship with your siblings? I think I would be different. Yeah. Okay. Right, because, you know... But do you think that your interaction with them would also be different then? It would have changed me. Okay. I, I wouldn't be the person I am today without them being the bullies that they were. But is there any right? one of them that maybe you felt different towards, but there was a wall there because you felt bullied? Like, is there one of them that maybe you were more open to? I don't, I, I'm not leading you. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm just literally asking, is there any of your siblings that you were like, I wish that I had this bond with, like the one that you cultivated with me and my siblings. No, no, because I, I had, I had Andrew, I had Benny and, 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 and things like that. So, so I you had, had those brothers, I had, uh, my uh, brother from another mother, brothers mouth. from oh. another mother. Right. So, you know, when you're growing up and you're being constantly picked on, it makes you tougher. So when you get older, stress things don't stress you out as much. Because you've already been through it. But yeah. you, you're you at an age now where you can look back and hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Do you ever look back and think, they weren't picking on me. Maybe they were feeling that they weren't as loved. And so you had to be the target because they had to express that in some way. Do you think any part of you is like, Maybe it wasn't that they were bullying me. It was just that was their shout out. That was their way to get attention. That was their way for mom to love them as much as she loved you. Well, that's never going to happen because I'm going to love them. <laughs> no, my God. <laughs> so that's, okay. not, that's not the case. That can't yeah, be yeah, it. So go on. Yeah, yeah. I think he right. can understand that, but I, I think he... Always, it's a hard time. It, yeah, it, it's it's his feeling separating the the hurt because yeah. that comes with a lot of hurt, man, and it's hard to recover that. And it's not that they. I I was the youngest boy. They were older than me. They should have known. Better. Your siblings are supposed to be your ride or dies. Yes, right. Yeah. I should have been able to to, to depend on. Them. Now you know. Don't get me wrong. Growing up and and, and going to school and having Barry's brother uh, really helped me. Uh, in school. How? How? How did that help well, you? Because he's a thug. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, because I'm so a thug. Like, <laughs> met the Barry's brother. I'm a fuck you up. <laughs> not, not so much a thug, but he, he was he was known as... He was protected. Yeah, I don't think that word was wrong, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not, he was known as... Don't fuck with Barry Lucas. So things like that. It, 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 I uh, wish you could get music and insert right. That. Just Sorry. insert it though. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, so I I had it easier in school, and, and plus I yeah I took taekwondo and, and, and things like that. So I I, I, I could look after myself. 
But you were yeah. never one to be physical. You'd use no. your words before you use your fists. That's right. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think that you can always talk your way out of a situation. If you can't, you walk away from it. Even a ticket. Right. Talk yeah. your way out of that, too. Yeah. So, it, um, with that, I, my, my siblings were just mean to me. So, th- that's what I grew up with. So my mom was my protector. She was your shining light. Yeah. So when uh, when she had me come in, she was doing the dishes one night, and and you know, I go into the into the kitchen, and she says, "If I die, who do you want to live with? Do you want to live with your sister?" Mom's having a hard time. It's okay though. Cry. Let it out. It's what it's about. Or, it's therapy. Or Let it you out. Want to live with your grandmother. And of course, you know, I'm I'm twelve years old. I picked my sister, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I said, Oh mom, you're not gonna die. Right? Yeah. And <clears throat> she says, I know, but So she knew you know, she was yeah, sick? I, I think hold on. Maybe. Just hold on. Yeah. But should I die? Uh, you know, who do you want to live with? So I said my sister, right? So you know because she she wouldn't let it go, so I had to give her an answer. So you know, uh, I think you know a few days later, yeah. you know, in, in April, April 9th, that was a drink for her. <laughs> <laughs> okay take your time drinking makes it worse not better by the way (laughs) (laughs) if anyone knows that it's me anyways i went to a movie with my brother which brother craig oh so you're getting beat up then uncle barry wasn't there (laughs) a fish called wanda no we want to see uh enter the dragon Bruce, what? Bruce Lee, Enter the Dragon. Oh, that's a good one, though. All right. We went to the movie that, you know, because we, we always wanted to see this, you know, so we can go in there, we watch the movie, right? And then, uh, you know, we we took the bus over to, uh, I think it was uh, Scotia Square to, to, to watch the movie. And um, we get there, and, uh, and we come out of the movie, and Earl's there in the, in, in the rear Toyota, in a small car. Right. For those that Earl. didn't listen previously, Earl would be Aunt Debbie's husband. Yeah. Unky. Yeah. And, and Aunt yeah. Debbie is obviously Aunt Debbie, so she's dad's sister. So, So okay, we all get in the car, right? I think there was three or four. Was he supposed to come pick you up? No. no. You were just supposed to walk home, but you were like, cool, I got a ride. No, we get the bus. Oh, okay, we okay. Get the bus back home. But, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, we all get in the car. Right, and uh, you know, we're driving from Halifax back to Dartmouth uh, to uh, Castle Lane. Uh, that's where we lived, um, <clears throat> or Jelly Bean Square, as some people call it. Um, I like that name better. <laughs> so we're we're on the way back home, and as we're we're going back home, Earl just happens to say, uh, "Your mom passed."
That's an awful way to tell a kid. Certainly. Can you imagine in a car on the way home from... Even if we had an airplane, bro! (laughs) We had a skateboard! We had a scooter! (laughs) That's not a way to say it. That's not a way to break to your children ever. Oh, your mom passed away. Anyway, I didn't cry then because... Too many people... Yeah, and, and he's and, not me. I had to cry for the next three Did weeks. Did you really understand what he meant, though? Maybe it was. Well, it's probably processing everything, yeah, too, because yeah. she just no, talked talk about you, dying you, on top of it. You don't know. No. You just. You just it's shock. Just, <clears throat> it's, it's just, you know, you're there and you're, you're wide eyed and you're just saying, oh. And then you don't know what to say. I yeah, think the worst yeah. part is never then. The worst part is never the the day you get the news. As much as it feels like a a gut punch, as much as it feels like the end of something, the worst day is the day that you start living and they're not in the forefront. The day that you get used to them not being part of your daily life and you realize that they're no longer part of your daily life, to me, that's the worst fucking day. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so... We get we get home and then you know uh, Jocelyn doesn't know this yet. This oh, we haven't mentioned. We said everybody's name, but Aunt Jocelyn, we have not. Yeah. So you said you had a bunch of siblings, but we didn't um, name them all. So jo- Aunt Jocelyn is how old then? Because Aunt Debbie I don't is. Ask you their age. I okay. don't know. Okay. They're older than me. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so they're older than twelve. Yeah. Cool. Got it. Go on. So uh, <clears throat> how old are you now? I'm he's 60, 12. 62. No, I'm saying now. Oh, oh, today. Yeah, okay, well, got, I got it, I got it. <laughs> I'll be 62 on my birthday. It's been 50 years, so, and it still hurts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's there's times when I'm alone that uh, that I think, and then a tear just comes to my eye. I feel like, too, though, um, Nanny was... Another mother figure for you. Mm-hmm. And then when she passed, it's like, cool, let's bring everything rushing back from when I was 12. Yeah. And couldn't really process and deal because I was 12 years old. And then I had my family to think about because I had a family five years later. I had a baby. I had all that. And then my life just kept going. And, and I had somebody that was another mother figure to me. For years, and then she passes, and it's like, oh, gut punch! I get to relive two moms dying. Like it's, it, it's terrible. It's terrible. Well, it's grief is no joke. It's definitely not easy, but you you gotta allow the the grief to happen. You gotta allow the the tears to flow. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you do it uh, in the privacy of your own home or you know in a corner somewhere, so it's up to you. That's uh, you know. But you have to let it out. It's never a wrong place. Right. Never. So. Sometimes it just hits you. Yeah. Suddenly at the gym held me. <laughs> you just want your boobs against I can't do, I can do with everyone else crying, not you. <laughs> I'm like, dad cries, cool. <laughs> Mom cries, cool. Shelly cries, no. <laughs> so let's, let's. Uh, reel it in for a second, right? (laughs) Oh my god, there's another one. (laughs) 
So any of you that is scared of tears or doesn't know how to cry or doesn't want to let it out, girl, boy, whichever, come listen, come listen, come cry with me. I am always here to cry with you and I will always be 1000% good with the tears and even elicit them when necessary. So we are going to ask dad if he is done. Yeah, yeah, that's enough for now. That's okay. <laughs> okay. So we'll so we'll jump back in and later because we'll give him a little bit of a break. And I don't know if Shell's good to. Are you good to jump in and tell us what happened at the gym or? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> I had went back to work, and someone had asked me about nanny, and I just stood there. Everyone at the table is crying. It's usually just me. <laughs> so, like I said, and I just cried. And, and who it was? It was um, Brandon's mom. So this kid I worked with, she came to the gym every morning. We talked or whatever because I talked to everyone, right? And she had asked, and then I just I I bawled in her arms. Oh. Like and and when you do cry, people don't judge. No. You know, but sometimes you need it to be someone you don't know for your own sake. You need it to be somebody that like, even if you're going to judge me, I can walk away from this encounter and be fine. Let me just pour it out. Yeah. Because it's therapeutic. There's nothing wrong with crying. I, cry I love like, it. Like dog commercials or, or, or like kid things, you know, like. I cry at everything. There's nothing wrong with crying. It's a good release. People try it. Yeah. Though all of you holding it in. I promise you, you're going to be depleted after, but you're going to breathe a sigh of relief. It's such a good thing to get out. How many times have you been with a bunch of females and you're all just like a night in, everyone starts talking and blah, blah, whatever. Someone always cries. Always. Someone always cries. Actually, I always cry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the crier and I'm cool with it because like, again... It's a release. It's good. And you should have a safe space. Everyone should have that space where they feel like I can cry and and not be judged and be held the way I need to be. Some people want a hug. Some people don't. Some people don't touch me. Don't look at me. Don't make eye contact. Don't do whatever. Just Mm -hmm. let me cry. Like, but you know the people that you're around and the way they need it. I cry very often. But I don't I'm, know if I cried when you told me. I'm, don't touch though. me. No, you did not. You jumped out of bed because you went into sister role. I went into take care of everybody, notify everybody, get everything done, and then you can break down. And you instantly stepped into the make sure Vanessa's okay. Because you didn't make sure nobody else was. You didn't. You didn't. I did you cry made when sure. I heard mom cry. Yeah. But, no, but always. You got, I'm but not That's in front of me. You legit <laughs> jumped in and was just like, okay, make Vanessa laugh. Make Vanessa okay. Make That's it a, okay. Yeah. That's probably dad, though. Mm. He didn't make it okay for no, me. No. He hung up on me. <laughs> I got to call. I got to go to your mom. No, he had to go to mom. Oh. He had to go to mom. Yeah. yeah it's it, Grief is a real thing, and it hits you. Because your mother was calling. In the grossest ways. Right. That was my fault. I called her first. When you call, when you called me, because she called and hung up on me. Because <laughs> then, like, like, I can't do this. I wasn't smart. No, because I I called mom because that's generally what I do. I call mom for like real shitty stuff. 
Because mom, like, I could have been like, oh, mom, I cheated on my boyfriend, shot him in the foot by mistake, and she'd be like, he deserved it, and you did him a favor because that foot had gangrene. Like, <laughs> that's mom's response to things. Where dad would have been yes, like... Yes, it would be. Right? Where dad, I could call and be like, he cheated on me with 17 girls, and he'd be like, well, did you see his side of it? Like, that's, dad wants to see every side of the scenario. Every single bit and piece, he doesn't want to give sympathy unnecessarily. He wants to make sure first. And that's not what I called for. That's what I called for. So I called mom, and then I was like, oh, shit. I can't call mom for that. Am I insane? I'm the point of contact. Uh, get your shit together. There's no crime. We, we, we put this all in order. We figure this out. We, we get all the things done we need to get done. We check all the boxes, and then we can break down later. But you have to do all the things first. So I hung up on mom, and I called dad. And then I, <laughs> dad's like, I'm like, dad, mom's calling back. Don't answer. I was like, but now she's going to think something's wrong because I didn't answer. And then he had already been in the hospital. And I think I called them while I was waiting for Eric to come because I made Eric come before I woke you up. Because honestly, I was trying to give you the most sleep you could because I knew you couldn't sleep after because we had to go and like... Because um, I worked overnights. Verify the... It's not verify. You had to go and like... Yeah. See the body, identify, yeah. identify the body because it's fucking gross, but that's fine. Also, make sure if you ever have to do that and they're wearing dentures, <laughs> put the teeth in first. I'll God, that's the worst. So the worst. You, you know, Nanny's up there laughing at us right <laughs> now about that. She looked like the what? pedigree thousand percent. She did the the dentist stick, the dentist stick smile. So when you called me, right? I was on the phone with your mother, right? And and I said, "Oh, I gotta go. Your daughter, uh, your daughter's calling." <sighs> and then she was probably like, "Oh my god, she called me first and hung up, and so now she's calling you." Yeah, he said, "He said, I gotta go. I gotta go. It's your daughter calling." And he hung up, and my heart dropped because I said something's wrong. So once I talked to you and you told me, I went to my boss and told, "I gotta go," right? And uh, I went. Right from there to home, and she was calling, but I didn't pick up. Right, because I didn't want to have to tell her over the phone. Yeah. So as soon as I got there, home, and I walked in through the door. No. Nope. <laughs> and I say no because I know how the story goes, and it's not. Nope. And no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's hiding outside right. cigarette. And not something that doesn't induce tears from every one of us. She looked at me and I said... I was just like him at 12 years old. <laughs> I said... Eat an eggplant, bitch. <laughs> didn't I say, you didn't say you that first? You said, no. She, I didn't, no, I went, no. No, yeah. you said, no. I knew... And you just kept saying yes. I'm sorry. I remember you never yeah. said the word, though. But like it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not my turn. No. Because then, then yeah. when I did talk to her, it's gross. I, I the jokes sorry. are not funny, but I can't help myself. That's how I deal with it. That's how I process. Yeah. I cry a lot, but grief is hard for me. Yeah. So. And but I make inappropriate called, jokes. And then when mom called, she just kept saying sorry to me. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry that you and Vanessa have to do this. I couldn't believe it when she told me what they did. So, 
Anyway, so... Don't be it, was a, it was a day, like, a year... Exactly, exactly a year and a day before I got married. And I was yeah. like, now I gotta get married without her? Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> Who else is gonna tell me I look nice even if I look fat? <laughs> Fuck. And there's gonna be people that listen to this podcast and you all know who Nanny was, so. And we were getting ready to set up uh, how we were gonna get her to the to the wedding and, and, and everything. We were, we were doing everything. Listen, yeah. I was thinking about how how do I get another job? Yeah, Running daycare and then work yeah, night so the, that I could put her... No, so I could put her in the home that was by Centerpoint. Because right I'm like... Corner. Yeah, I'm like, I could walk there. I could walk there and I could bring the all the daycare kids because we go for walks every day and we can walk and we can have a coffee or a tea with her in the mm-hmm. morning and then come home and like, how do I make the funds work? Because it's expensive and she doesn't have that much money and I don't want her using every last cent to pay for it. So how do I supplement it? And then she still has some. And I'm like, it took me... Two years before I could drive past that building. Who told Anthony? I don't remember. I did. I don't remember too much it was me. at all. It was me and it was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> all the calls you were awful. You being the youngest. But yeah, I had, to do, had to do it. If yeah. I didn't do it, I would have... Fell apart long before. Yeah, yeah. Like it was... I fell to pieces after anyways. And I needed stuff to like... Keep me going. To keep you, yeah. Right. I needed, like, they were like, you're not going back to work. I need those babies. I need my daycare babies. I need to have them. I need to know that, like, there's a deeper meaning to things. Yeah, yeah. It's not final. It's not whatever. Which is so dumb because, like, everyone dies. Yeah. But, but it's it hard. doesn't make it easier. Like, yeah. Like, we're yeah. born to die. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was hard with Uncle Harold. My God. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's going to be hard. I was still fat with him. I got skinny with Nanny. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be really hard for you guys. Shut up! No, like, no stop talking! <laughs> Don't call her that. No, I'm not. Stop. Anyways, no. so on to the next thing while my dad's in here ridiculously. Have a drink so, of water. Buy us a house in Nova Scotia so when we're sad we can go there. Thank no! You. Thank no. you. No! It's a vacation. You're not dying. Stop it. Anyways, we're going on to, now that we're just talking about trauma and death and everyone's crying this episode, you're welcome. Um, Mom, I don't know that a lot of people know that, like, your childhood was was wrapped up in some, like, egregious things. Like, (sighs) you were kidnapped. How old were you when you were kidnapped? Ten. Eight, no, no, eight, eight. Between so, eight and nine, I think. So if, if anybody wants to hear, like, the details of that, we'll do, like, a full podcast on, like, the lead up and, and, and what happened and how she got returned. Because, obviously, she got returned to Nanny, but all those things. But um, just, you you had kind of a wild childhood because mm. you, you got kidnapped at 10. Mm. And then your brother, um, your brother passed when you were how old? Eleven. I had yeah. No, he was only. You were 11. home a year. He was eleven. He was 11 and I was only. I was ten months younger than him. So you were ten. So, so, was, 10. so, so was it so, just after you came home? No, it okay. was uh, okay. So I'm mixing up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Walk us through it. Um, I was twelve when I got kidnapped because it was after, after. the death. Okay. Okay. After okay. So so I to be honest, sitting here, I don't remember that much. I honestly don't. Um, what do I you remember? Do, okay, what I do remember, 
He was a troubled... And this is how I'm, I see it now. Okay. Who was troubled? Billy. Okay. Um, he, he was a troubled boy. Like, he would... He was always getting in trouble. You're about 10 months yeah. apart. It takes nine yeah. months to grow mm-hmm. a baby. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying those, yeah. those flannel nighties. And it was working magic. <laughs> he was um, getting into trouble, like serious trouble, like stealing, breaking in people's houses, even at that young age. That I remember. That was happening. Um, I don't remember... Uh, I think it was, but it might have been Uncle Jerry walking home from school with them after school. Okay. I, I remember that. I don't remember, to be honest, I don't remember a, a lot of child, I, little snippets here and there from the age maybe nine and back. Do you remember hearing the day that he died, though? I think I was walking home from school and I was skipping. Not actual skipping. Also, we need to take a video to see if y'all can skip now. (laughs) (laughs) I can skip. But you you know how as a kid you're Oh, we're going to do that after. You're skipping down the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a sunny day. That I remember. And the lilacs were out. So it had to be between May and June. Because that's when lilacs are out. Okay. And I was smelling the lilacs. And I think it was a family friend, but I don't know who. Come up, pulled up beside me, and he said, Kathy, I knew him, right? Well, probably back then we would have gotten the car anyway if he knows your name. Yeah, yeah. She also didn't spell her own name correctly because she spelled it with the wrong letters. Okay, so that's, that's uh, No, I'm not dyslexic. <laughs> dyslexic. I was told it was spelled wrong all my life. And it's okay, okay. you are. And <laughs> he he, he fine. said, um, you, you got to come with me. I got to take you home. He said, and word for word, he said, your brother was killed this morning. And I, I know, like, I, I. Who the hell says something? That to a child. Yeah. Is that your place to say that? Yeah. But even if it is your place, who says your brother was killed this morning? Get in. Might have been an uncle, might have been a cousin. I don't Still remember. Still not okay. I know. I thought it was a family friend, to be honest. I, I thought you were going to say, it. I thought it was like, a joke. Yeah, a friend but of, it's still not that person. That's I, disgusting. Yeah. No. To say it no. like that to and, and, but, but when he said it, I don't know if did I Did you thought, guess what brother? Or did you just automatically assume I think I said who. Okay, okay. I might have said might have said who, because he said Billy. And I didn't even ask how that I can, rem- that I can remember. I may have. It's just but not, But that's yeah. all I remember, except I can see um, <clears throat> Nanny sitting in there. I'm not looking at her. I'll make it worse. <laughs> Nanny sitting in the room in the dark. And I remember she had on it. It was either a white or a yellow top. But that's what it was, white or yellow. And she was sitting in the dark. And all I could hear was crying. But we were at Aunt Rita's house. Grandfather was there, but grandfather didn't live here. He lived in Ontario. He had already She left. says grandfather, she means her father. Yeah, he had already left the family, but he came back for the funeral. Of course. And... <clears throat> That's all I remember, but I remember overhearing the conversation how he was killed. I wasn't told. I overheard adults talking. Yeah. And all I heard was, I, I remembered her name for years. I don't remember anymore. He was staying at 
a friend of Nanny's, a friend of Nanny's house. She had a, a young boy around the same age as Billy. And they were, I told you, he wasn't, he was getting into things that weren't good. And they had broken into the neighbor's house next door for whatever reason. And they went upstairs and <clears throat> they're not sure, this was the conversation. They're not sure, the police aren't sure if they heard somebody come in. But you know the tall cans of apple juice that you can buy? Apple like juice a metal, metal tin? The metal tins. They lifted up the bedroom window in the upper floor. They put the apple juice can in it and when he went to go out it, they don't know if his hand, his elbow, something hit it and it came down on his neck. And they said it killed him instantly. That's what they said. And that's all I remember. I don't remember, like we, I don't remember a church. I don't remember. So we probably didn't go to the funeral. Nanny was probably just too sad. To do but anything. I do remember. Well, she had how many kids at that time? And a grandfather had left. had left. And, <laughs> yeah. and in a, a pretty traumatic way. Yeah, within a year of grandfather leaving, Billy was killed. And how, how did grandfather so, leave? What do you mean? Like, well, what happened? Did you? Did they just decide they're going to... Oh, do we really want to know this story? Yes, we do. <laughs> he, he's passed now and I don't speak ill of him. And, and maybe in my Same younger facts years... facts is not speaking ill, Mom. Yeah. It's okay. But maybe in my younger years, I, I thought differently. But as you get older, you're like, oh. I see it. So, um, but the story, I, my story that I remember as a kid... He went to the store to buy milk and bread and never came home again. Never saw him again until Billy died. <clears throat> and as a, as a, well, how old, how old I was? Eleven. Ten, eleven. Yeah. Um, you know, you listen to adults' conversation. You always got your ear listening to what they're saying. And I heard there is my, my, my mom's really good friend, and I'm, I'm saying the name out there, Betty. And... Mom was really good friends with Betty. Dad was really good friends with her husband. Mm, don't yeah, Betty's husband. Whatever. Anyway, no whatever. name. Okay. Whatever. John Doe. Betty's a hoe. No, our yeah. grandfather was I the heard hoe. That dad, yeah. Yeah. dad said he was going to the store for them milk and bread. And he actually went to Betty's house, picked up Betty and her three kids, and moved on to her with them. So, um, Nanny, I do remember Nanny going on medication. I don't know what medication, obviously. I'm but you just medication. But I remember being on medication, but I remember the medication made her want to spend money on whatever we wanted. <laughs> we went to the store and she'd buy it. She happy. Want. Prozac oh, it just made her happy yeah. again. <laughs> she really was. Honestly, she really was. And she would buy us all these nice clothes and dress us all up, right? But... I don't know if they took her off it. I don't know what happened. I don't remember at all what happened. They stopped helping her. Yeah. So stopped helping I, you. That guys. I remember. And I I I, I relate those those pill days to the uh, death and grandfather leaving. Yeah. That's why I think she was on the medication. It's it's it's, it's wild. Grief is a, a wild lot. thing. Yeah. You and, and your kid on top of right, it. Like, like you and dad. The the childhood that you guys had. And the childhood that you made sure you created for us is wild. 
it, it's wildly different. And, and we also, hearing those stories as we grow up, more so in, in your older years, mm-hmm. sets back and, and not just like explains all the things you did or the ways you behaved or anything like that, but it's just, it's mind-blowing that you two babies... Had all these crappy Cre- things happen. Right. You, and you, you just created... But you just created just as a, much positive yeah. energy and as much good as you possibly could from the shittiest of things that could have happened. You guys could have taken... A different route. 100%. Right. Ridiculously different routes. You could and and you could have taken even the same route you took, but instilled different beliefs in your children and, and be behave different ways and just the people that you are is not a reflection of who you grew up as, and that's rare. But, it's but, rare that the people that you are are not a re- the people that me and Shelly are are, the, are a reflection of who we grew up as, and it, it's not a bad thing. It's not. But a lot has to do with or with me. I, I, I would never speak for Danny. Is who I surrounded myself with growing up. Like, I, I tried to make sure that we surrounded you guys. But you, you picked guys. that. You picked yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, That we surrounded you guys with good people as best that we could. Um, but I, I'm a firm believer that um, Nanny did the best she could with five kids. A thousand percent. Considering... Um, I think that she... I don't think she was loved by her own mom. Right. By anybody, and, really. And then she got pregnant, had all those baby, babies. Her husband left her, <clears> and she never married pretty much again after that. She you always know, just searched didn't. for love. She always just was on a journey. She just wanted to be loved. Yeah, Unco- unconditionally. Yeah. By the time she was 20. You need grandbabies for that. Because yeah. <laughs> I did it for her. Uh, and so did Shelly. Shelly and her loved to fight. But it was unconditional. She was child number five. Nanny, by the time she was 21, had five kids. So, but so knowing. All under the age of 56, he was born. So. I'm going to ask you both, but I'm giving you time to simmer, and whoever wants to answer first can answer first. But I'm going to say, knowing everything that you know now. Growing up the way that you grew up, watching me, Shelly, and Anthony grow up the way that we grew up. What is something that you would do differently or would have wanted to not protect us from? But is there something that there's always and I feel like I say as as the mother of my and the manager of my family, I wouldn't change anything. But there is some lessons that I would like to instill differently and maybe in an easier manner to my children than what they have. I would like Lucas but he's to navigate young. easier, to not have a hard time, mm-hmm. but he, it, to not... But if you, if you take those hard times away from... But 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 if you could take something away and not change your dynamic and not switch anything that is if your family is going to be the exact same way that they are right this second but you could take one thing away what would you would you oh god I can't even think no I wouldn't I I, 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 (laughs) and and the reason I say that is because 
I believe that the stress that we go through helps to build the people that we become to a person that can deal with with the the trials and tribulations of life. And I 1000% agree with that. But what I'm saying to you is if it wouldn't change anything, if it would change nothing, but it would just, but if it would change nothing, but to make your heart a little bit lighter, is there something that you would, would change? And and, okay, I'm going to answer now. And and I'm going to say no. And the only reason why I say no is because we don't truly figure out how maybe a right decision affected our kids until later on in life. So, why is she crying? <laughs> because I don't even know what she said this time. <laughs> I can't fix it if I don't know why. <laughs> no, but, but, you, but no, but do you understand what I mean? Like I need a powder. Well, I have we, me and Daddy. We They're have twitching. <laughs> twitching. Yeah. Me and Daddy have three children. All three children, and that will be a total oh, another episode. <laughs> Hopefully. When we can either go to Toronto or they can come here. Um, but all three of my kids have a different view of how they grew up. They all have a di- And I don't want to get into it today. But I'm all. not saying our views. I'm saying your view of us. Forget what we all see. Forget how we perceive it. Forget how we... For you as a mother, there's always one... Or you as a father to dad. There's always one situation that you're like, God, if I could erase that. No. For me, Lucas Lucas almost drowned. And he didn't really. Terrible but to things. me, it felt like it. Yeah. And I will see that image yeah. ooh, in my nightmares for the rest of my life. I think mm. terrible things happen to good people all the time. Right. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm just saying. Like, is there one thing that you're like, if I could erase it, I would. No, I because I think it. you would want to erase it. No, I'm erasing nothing with Lucas. I'm erasing that that image in my freaking nightmares of him. Like, and honestly, seeing your kid panic. So, so yes, yeah, and like we yeah, had but, him, but we had him, yeah, but the panic on his face and and the help that, me part, right? Yeah. The second guessing, like, is someone gonna save me? Bitch, that's what I'm here you for. Gonna I'm gonna you. save you. <laughs> but. I've had dreams like that where, where I have right. to watch it depend. Oh, and you're Lord. like, oh, oh God, let me die instead. No, thank you. It's the worst. Right? Thank God, because we don't want to know what's what I paid. Nobody's going to hear them. They heard I'm dropping both my kids. I dropped mine for a wine glass. It's fine. When you, when you guys are growing up and, and you know you're you're getting of age where you can go to the store for, by yourself and things like that, it, like. But would you those, take that back? No, I wouldn't. But no, but I'm okay, saying but that's I, what you're saying. No, I said that's there, not the question. That is the question because if there were zero consequences, he would because it's playing on his mind. So if it's playing on his mind and there were zero consequences no, and nothing like would change. Did. Yeah, I liked what I did. So why? But you would have liked to teach the lesson in a different manner. Yes. Right. I, because I would have, I, I would love for my kids to, to pay attention and do what you're you're told. To <laughs> no. I'm working on it. No. <laughs> but so that was one time where I, I scared the bejesus of Anthony because he wasn't paying attention with his headphones. With uh, no. Walking, walking to the store and Clement. Walking to the store and he had candy. Oh, same thing. Yeah, I was like, I get it, bro. I get it. 
I thought it was Clement. No, it was Wes I'm thinking, what's taking them so long? We're playing cards. And what's taking them so long? Just go down the corner and come back. Well, well he got his toy. He sits down. He's playing. He's eating. And he's, and then he doesn't even see me. I see him. I cross the street. I come up behind him. I grab him and I run cover, with, cover his, cover his face yeah, and, 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 I, and I ran with him. So he can't scream. So he can't scream. You've done that to all of us. <laughs> I don't know why you're playing like it's just Anthony. Dad wants everyone to learn a but lesson the hard way. But I, I he chose I, Anthony because Anthony's the only one that panicked. Me and Shelly are assholes. Mm-hmm. I bit him and she screamed. So, That's why. So Anthony, and, and, and when, when I put him down... He was white as a ghost. Yeah. Mutually right? trip balls. That, Bitch, you're not kidnapping me. I wish you would. Where are we going today? You know, you know, I, I did that to try to teach him a lesson. Right? But you learned but, a lesson. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so when we moved to Ottawa, he decided he wanted to teach me a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes over. Close the Gatineau Hall. Close the Hall, and I don't know where the hell he is. Because you can drink at eighteen over yeah. there. He was yeah. gone for twenty-four hours. Seven, like those things, I wouldn't want to take away because those are but building made, blocks. Yeah, yeah, those are what made him the person. I'm, he I'm is. not, and I agree one thousand percent that we get to where we are um, by our trials and tribulations. But there's always something that's like, if I could erase it if, with zero repercussions. I, I, I would. And I have ones for each kid. Everybody knows what Bees is. I, I, I told you what Lucas is. is Aubrey's fucking Lucifer. <laughs> You're yeah. working on it. Stop right. that. Stop that. Uh, no, Aubrey's trials and tribulation would have been her entire pregnancy. It would have been, I would love to erase the fear that I had with that whole thing from the very beginning. Well, every day, take a pregnancy test. She's an IUD baby. You're going to lose her. Nobody keeps IUD babies. Even when I gave birth to her, half the hospital showed up knocking on her. Is you the IUD baby? Can we come in? Are you gonna Are you gonna feed her so I can take a nap? Come on in. <laughs> come on in. You want to give her a bath? <laughs> Who wants a changer? But and we like, all know she's lying because you ain't let nobody touch that fucking baby. Yes, I would. I'm right COVID. there. It was COVID. Remember, you wouldn't let nobody touch. No, her. I had to, no because I had the crazy nerve. She hated people. <laughs> She hated people. <laughs> you don't look at the baby when you bathe them. Oh, so, <laughs> I, I have one. I have one. Are you when you call Chile a bitch? No. Oh. When, <laughs> when, when we went to the trailer and that man was inappropriate to you. Reg. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I remember. That's I, a core memory for I, me. I would erase that for you. Me too. Oh my God! There's so many I would erase for Shelley. That did damage. To there's so yeah. many I would erase for her. Yeah. So your whole life, men have been inappropriate. You wouldn't with erase you. her whole life. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> but I would erase men being inappropriate. <clears throat> right up till she was in your forties. Pretty much. Yeah. God, starting as like a baby. Huh? Uh, Who? What a baby? People. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, I remember being, like, five and, like, mm. grown men making comments to you. It's fucking gross. Mm. Yeah. Like, as a 12-year-old, what are you supposed to say? 
You can't say anything. Right. No. You sit there and take it. That's like, what we do. Even at work, oh, I had a situation. Work was the worst. Bobby's eyes. I don't know the pool. As a teenage girl, it's pretty mm-hmm. gross. That's pretty gross, too. Yeah. But someone, I was in a kitchen polishing cutlery, and uh, they reached in and kissed me, <gasps> and it threw me off. I never looked that nice. <laughs> so I went to HR and it was a woman and she said, are you going to make this a thing? And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, th- and then I was like, well, no, but I, but I feel like I should tell someone something. And you were pretty new there at that time, weren't you? No, I've no? been there a little no. bit. Yeah. I've been yeah. there a little bit because was her, no. she was the second HR lady. Because I feel like the other one definitely probably would have said something. Um, and then I went to my boss. Who was uh, a male. Ozzie. Who was a male. Yeah. yeah. And he told me, he's like, that's not right. Did you tell someone? And I said, yeah, I told HR. And he's like, what did she say? And I said, she said, am I going to make this a thing? And he was like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, it just kind of threw him off for a second. I'm like, I'm not trying to make it a thing. I just need to tell someone what happened. It threw him off because you know he's I mean? a man. Yeah. Well, the rest then, of us are used to hearing shit like that. Well, and I think because it's dad's friend, too, it, it just took him a second to... I, at work, complained to Not dad's friend that kissed not, her. No, dad's no. friend that she complained to, and he said, make you sure you complain. You definitely yeah. knew the guy and, and hung out with them yeah. and stuff like that. I told you who it was. Yes. Yeah. 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 It happened to me at work when I was, like, 23. Some guy said something, and he grabbed me and, like, grabbed my chest, yeah. right, at work. And I went to my boss. I don't think they can see And I, I said Grab my chest. Boots. I know where it is. <laughs> well, it's lower than it used to be, but whatever. Uh, gravity. But I went to my boss at work about it, and I said, I don't want to make a big deal, but I'm super uncomfortable now. Please don't let him come into the office, because I worked at Leon's, and it was a small office in the corner that I was in by myself. No windows, nothing. You shut the door. We're in this tiny little closet stuck together. I said, please don't let him. I just, I don't want to be put in a situation where I'm alone with him again. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying, please don't ever put me in that situation again. And their reaction to that was to call me into an office with him, with him. and the other manager who is a man and shut the door and be like, so Vanessa, what's the problem? But- and I was like, the problem is I didn't want you to touch me. Yeah. I was like, and now I'm uncomfortable and I didn't want to make it a big deal. And now I'm the asshole. And they're like, well, it's not that. Um, he's saying that he's sorry. I was like, I didn't hear that. And even if he is sorry, just, just don't, don't do me. it. Yeah, like, no and that, and that you yeah. brought me in here and put me in front of him. I was like, I am so uncomfortable right now. And, and I was like young enough, no kids, no whatever. Like fire me, go ahead. But you, I, I don't care. I, I don't think, care. I have no kids. I have nothing to like. But now, as like growing, not now, but like let's say five, ten years ago, I would have responded much differently mm, mm. when I had babies at home. So now I say nothing but because I'm scared for that, my job. But the yeah. fact that women have always said what you said it's not that big of a deal or like it's just just let it go i just want to i just don't want you to do it again that's a story that women often are forced to kind of say because they don't want to be called out in the workplace yeah the the worst thing ever that happened to me was him pulling me into the office and then i never complained again after and inappropriate things happened all the time but i was like if i say something i'm pulled into the office to 
face to face with you. Well, I, I, it's not even that I'm labeled. I have to be head on head confrontation with that. So they and basically made him the victim. Yeah, that's what yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. I'm the dickhead. Like, so why did you have to say something about it? Made someone else. Made the perpetrator. It, the even victim. being like the warehouse manager, I had to be okay with like there was a driver that would come in all the time and be like, "Hey, sweet legs." Are you going to wear a skirt next time I come in? Hey, pot like, belly pig. No, I said to him, I was like, are you going to grow a few inches? Because you got to be 6'5 to ride this ride, bitch. <laughs> like, but I shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't. And like, he would say things. And it got to the point where I would be like, hey, Kyle, can you go? And Kyle would go and receive when he came. Yeah. I'm like, I just don't want to deal with him. I'm not in the mood today. I'm not in the mood to uh, to be combative like, man, about everything. To make light of it. Right. To try to make yourself comfortable in that Exactly. Situation. Sometimes I just didn't yeah. want to suck it up. Like, eat and a dick. I don't want to do we it. We shouldn't have to make a decision to, yeah. on whether, you know, we're going to joke about it or be serious about it. Don't right. fucking do it. Exactly. This episode went completely yeah. sideways. Yes, it did. Anyhow. So and we're almost done. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up unless there's anything that anyone wants to add. I mean, we all I mean, <laughs> scatterbrained. We could talk for a hot minute about yeah. it. Yeah, but, we could. But again, you know. as always, if you want to hear something that you didn't hear here or you want us to elaborate on something, let me know. Let me know and I will do another episode regarding it. But otherwise, doing the show. we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, I'll shout out Halo. Halo's music. Halo's cleaning. <laughs> 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 a couple. Instagram. Yeah. They're, on Instagram. they're on Instagram. Most of the people who Check them out. shout out, for the most part, will be Instagram. And if it's not, I'll, I'll try to... And if you look for it and you can't link. find it... Just that, message. Exactly. Just message me or Shelly or Mom and we will give you a link. This time, we'll just give it to Halo. Right. How, and they know how to message you? Is it just on the... Uh, for Instagram, you can find me at uh, Vanessa R. Lucas, or you can respond to our podcast on Apple or on Spotify. Those are the two ones that I check the comments on, and I may or may not message you after. You're best to hit me up on Instagram, let's be honest. Yeah. Vanessa there's, R. Lucas. There's too many avenues to, for people to hit Exactly. Up, so just. Because I got ADHD. If you need something <laughs> from me, find me at Vanessa R. Lucas instagram and as always we appreciate you thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful week have a good night